The interviews and discussions on this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello, I'm Peter Strachan. Welcome to Stockhead's Rock Yarn. Batala Energy is an energy developer with gas assets in Botswana. Subscribers might remember the former developers Strata X, which became pure hydrogen. Southern Africa has a massive shortage of energy supply that only expands as its population rises alarmingly. Batala's project is well positioned in Botswana and close to the South African market. To update us on the company's activities, we're pleased to welcome its Chief Executive Officer, Chris Martinick. Thanks for joining us at Stockhead today, Chris. Can you just start with a brief history of the Sarawi coal seam gas project that you're working with with Pure Hydrogen and, uh, and just update us on what Batala's recent work has been? Yeah, thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me here. We uh, took over the project from StratarX just before COVID, actually. We, we farmed in for a 70% ownership of the project, which we now retain. And um, at the time, we had, a, we had a good relationship with Ron uh, Prefontaine. He, through StratarX, they picked up the Venus project. So they were very much focused on, on both Queensland and, and Botswana. Through myself and, and our executive chairman, uh, Wolf Martinick, who was actually my father, we have a lot of experience uh, working in remote locations and in particular working in Africa. Uh, so we approached Ron and said, Ron, let us do Botswana. You focus on Queensland. Uh, it's our backyard in terms of compared to where, what he was used to. And uh, we've continued a really good working relationship with them to the point now where they're a 20% owner in us. Uh, we've since then, we, Strata Exit had originally drilled one well called Sarawi One. Since then, we've now drilled seven wells in total. So that's six more wells since we've done the farming. And we've started flow testing at the Sarawi 3 well. Actually, we're well, very well advanced in the Sarawi 3 uh, flow testing to the point now where we've had significant bubbling. Uh, we've got annulus pressure building continuously in the well. Uh, so that's good. So we're, we believe uh, we're a couple of weeks away from being able to start to, to, to produce that gas, not at a commercial quantity, but just to see it actually flowing through our, our flow metering. Uh, and in the meantime, we're very, very busy uh, getting ready for uh, a spudding of our commercial pilot program, which should should start next week in terms of the drilling program. So the, the bubbling and the proof that we actually started to move gas was enough for us to make a final investment decision to progress with four wells, the surface facilities and the, and the flow testing skids for the Sarawi 3. So it's an exciting time. We're moving from proof of concept now into commercial viability of the, of the program. Yeah, so uh, Chris, it can take a number of weeks, if not months, to actually reduce the pressure in these coal seams before the gas is desorbed in, and comes up the pipe. Is that, is that the way it works? You're, you're correct. And it's, it's, a, it's a patience game. Uh, you, we, we started dewatering Soroe 3 in November last year. 
And it's, it's a game of, of making sure that you balance the, the water uh, as it drops in the water level uh, within the, the well and making sure you give it enough time to allow the coal to, to release the water gently and dewater a bigger area. The quicker you draw it down, you have, you have a bigger risk of coal fines and the coal's collapsing. If you think of it like a, a pond, when, you, when a pond dries, if it dries slowly, you get really big cracks in the mud. So what we're trying to do is slowly, slowly dry the coal so that those cracks become bigger and bigger as time goes on. And that way there are bigger flow paths for the gas to pass through. So we're starting to see that acceleration in the gas and the buildup in the pressure in the annulus. So the annulus being the downhole um, measuring tool, which is measuring gas pressure that we're seeing building up in the casing. So right now we're holding that back with a valve. We're just gently letting it build. We're letting this well breathe. The last thing we need to do is rush and be impatient and, and ruin some good results. So we're really excited, but um, it's, it's, a, it's a big milestone for us and we've got, we've got a long way to go. Uh, we're just learning more and more about the geology. Uh, we've got 420,000 hectares and within that, we've got a certified resource from Sprawl of 317 billion cubic feet 2C and we would have drilled in, well, let's say, 5% of our acreage. Yeah. So the play is going to be different. You know, we've got Soroe 7 we're about to take into flow testing as well. That's 26 kilometres away from Soroe 3. So we're not just talking about a, a, a small play. We're talking about a massive play. This play has also been around since two, the early 2000s. What's really changed, we've had the, the, we've had, we're actually on the coattails of some other companies. You've got Talao, who are in the region doing great work to the south of us. We've had Kalahari, we've had other companies there. But now you've got this interesting dynamic where the energy market there is desperate for energy. You've got the collapse of ESCOM, you've got a desperate need for transition away from coal. Everything is running on coal, 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 coal. How do we as a company help with this transition? We're looking at putting in the gas and, 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 and you, you will also see that we have a very big interest in working in solar because we strongly believe they're a great hybrid solution that can help us transition away. We're not there to fight coal. Coal will always have its place in Africa because it, it, there's a vast resource. We're there trying to do the best we can to provide a clean energy solution that can help offset whatever does get developed in coal. So, you know, the governments have their own resource plans. We're trying to fit into their resource plan and say, hey, we've got a really good low CO2 uh, emitting option uh, and, and, and we think it's a great energy mix to help complement the portfolio, yeah. produce, produce low CO2 energy and, and, and really focus on how we can bring energy stability to that entire area. Yeah. So, how how deep are the coals? What's the range of depths? And and are there, do you have multiple seams, or are you just focusing on one main seam? Yeah. So we we intercept our top coal, the Soroe coal, which appears to only be found in our sort of area. So we've got a we've got a seam there, roughly about ten to fourteen meters of coal seam, the Soroe. We find that's that's very high in 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 coal. Uh, sorry, in gas, it has a high concentration there. Um, we then have a, a, what we call the upper and lower Morapuli. Uh, we do not yet know, because our original hole, which is the Soroe 3, it's open hole. So that means the casing is actually set above the three seams. And the seams finish at about 500 metres. So we've got 350 down to 500 metres. We're intercepting three yeah. seams. 
and it's all coming into the same pipe. So we have no idea right now which seam is producing what, other than the way that we draw, we have done some drawdowns and trying to measure permeability as we do this. But there's a lot to learn. We're just excited that we've got three seams and they're producing gas. Yeah. Now we've just got to work out what's the recipe that works best for this region. Oh, well, I'll have to put you in touch with Mr. Ashton, who can help you out on that. <laughs> yes. With, with your, uh, the proof of concept on this uh, testing, um, what are you doing with the water in this testing stage? We are, right now we're assessing an option where we would like to, base case is evaporation. Um, yep. It's not something we would like to pursue for long term. Water is a great resource in, in Botswana. In Botswana, we're in the Kalahari Desert, so you can imagine it's pretty dry, it's pretty arid. It's very much like the Kimberley region of Australia. So we get high water rainfall in, in, in the summer months, but then we have very, very dry winters. And we're looking at how we can use desalination, in particular solar-powered desalination in that area. So we're, we're at the moment looking at an option, and um, hopefully we can, we can decide on that to put a solar RO system in there just to start to make our own potable water, use it for also some cattle on the on the area so that you know help the local farmer with with filling his trough and um, maybe maybe we look at something expanding that but it's got to make some sense um, for us. Uh, we're still going to be left with a bit of a brine. Now CSG has always had an issue with what do you do with the water so we're solving that and we would like to think that we can actually use the water as as something to, to provide to the community or as a viable um, sales product or, or, or gift to, to, to locals. Sure so Chris um, with the testing that you've done and was done previously and you've got flow uh, water flows that what does that tell you about the permeability and the likely um, sort of peak gas flow rate that, that'll come from these wells? Yeah, look, there are a lot of indicative, gas has flowed in the region. So we've got Talaula flowing south of us. We've had uh, anecdotal flowing of gas in the north through Kalahari Energy. So we know that gas will move. We don't know what the flow rate is going to be. We're really pleasantly surprised with the fact that when we started Sarawi 3, the initial testing was 20 barrels a day of water. We're now seeing somewhere around 75 to 80 barrels a day of water. So that's, that's four times the permeability that we're seeing from what we, our initial testing told us. So that's quite, that's really, 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 really good for us. It caused us a few issues because we, we had a bit of an issue with the pump, which was a slightly undersized, but that's a nice problem to have. So we're seeing those sorts of things come, uh, come to light. We're advancing with a, we're gonna do a fairly extensive coring program throughout the rest of the year. So we're gonna to start to look at taking cores from, a, from actually throughout the entire region um, and, and, and do some further desorption testing. Um, and that's not just in our Sarawi, the Sarawi 3 region, we're gonna move right out and, and, and push further into the other PLs, which we haven't, uh, we haven't yet to even drill. So it's gonna be an exciting yeah, program. Has there been any uh, coal cores taken to, to determine what the actual um, gas content of the, of the coal is? Not by us. No, not by us, but there have been by Talao have done it, um, Kalahari has done it, and also the government has done it. So we recently just viewed the government uh, database. So we went there and we've been looking through the cores um, of the database of what BGI, so Botswana Geological Institute, have. Um, and 
we don't know what people have got other than what's been released to the market. Uh, Kalahari is a private company, so we don't know what they've what they've actually produced. So it could be anywhere. We could be anywhere. Could be 30,000 30, scuff. We don't know. Um, yeah. Could be a hundred thousand scuff. We just yeah. don't know. That's the exciting part of this. It's the nerve wracking part of this. But now we're starting that program, and um, we'll, we'll work it out from there. But at yeah. least we've got gas flowing. Yeah, and I think, I mean, the listener would, would probably know that the coal seam gases in uh, the Surat Basin and other places in Queensland, they can uh, peak after about three years. So it takes a while to actually reach peak production, but then they continue to flow. So what sort of infrastructure do you have there in Botswana and, you know, close to the South African power grid? Yeah, so we have the South African power pool, which is a vast array of amazing electrical grid network that runs from Cape Town all the way to the to the Congo. Um, it's controlled, um, the SAP or Southern African Power Pool is controlled out of Zimbabwe, out of Harare. And that that is an entire grid that is interconnected and, and electrons pass between countries uh, daily. ESCOM in South Africa is the main power generator. I don't know if anyone's been watching the news lately, but ESCOM has collapsed and is continuing to collapse and get worse with brownouts, regular brownouts, daily brownouts. I mean, Botswana, I think it was six weeks ago, had three days of blackouts as a result of its only coal-fired power station falling over and also then uh, ESCOM having uh, brownouts. So, yeah, energy security is a big risk. We've got 400 kilowatt, uh, kilovolt... KV lines running right near our, our downstream project location and twin 220 KV lines. So what we've done is actually looked at, we've made sure, why go and drill for gas if I can't monetize it? So in parallel, we've made sure that we've looked at how do we make sure we're spending the right money in the ground if I can actually not even sell the product. So we're comfortable now having looked at a Leopani site and a Sarawi site that's in the town of Sarawi. We've got two locations and they're right on the power grid. So our thought is let's take the gas to where the infrastructure is. That would allow us to convert gas to electrons and put them, we could sell them to the DRC effectively through the SAP um, SAP grid and the, that pool. So we're working on how do we work, get uh, our trading licenses and those sorts of abilities so that we can press the button as soon as we get that gas flowing and we can put it into it, we can convert it to electron, we can sell it. So yeah. um, there's, there's great infrastructure. The roads are good. I mean, mind you, where we are, we're on, we're 40, 40 kilometres of very, very sandy, track out so yeah the the infrastructure to our site <laughs> that needs a bit of upgrading but the regional area it's great and so you're also talking chris about working as a sort of a hybrid with solar where would the solar yep. panels you're looking about are you looking to actually make solar panels in country there yeah, so we, we've got, I guess our business is very much focused on three different aspects. We're very focused on the gas and we're very focused on the on where we're going to sell that gas. Now, we've always looked at gas being combined with solar. It's significantly, solar significantly reduces the CO2 emissions and it also reduces the cost of the electron going into the grid. Through that, we, we've, we are not solar experts. Uh, 
as a, as a company. So we went out looking for, a, for partnerships and we found Solar Finland and we struck a great relationship with them and a deal where their panels are great and we want to put their panels on our project. They're also strategically looking at how they can put a solar panel manufacturing facility in every continent on the globe. So we said, well, look, we've got a great site we can help project deliver that. So we're really, we're the driver of that, doing the project delivery. That's our main goal there is, is to, to, to help facilitate Solar Finland setting that up in country. Um, and yes, we would like to take a slice in it. It's a great business model. Um, we're still progressing that business case, but it, it makes a lot of sense. And it has also been a really, really good uh, stakeholder engagement piece for us. So it very much has helped us in discussions. It's opened doors to all of the Scandinavian funds. It opens doors to all the government bodies in, in Botswana. Botswana is not just focused on energy. It also wants jobs. It wants manufacturing. It wants a lot of things. So it ticks a huge number of jobs and, and, and boxes for us that says to, to the Botswana people, hey, we're not just a gas, we're not just here to come and exploit your gas. We actually want to set ourselves up as a long-term business that puts clean energy into your company and also helps establish long-term relationships with, with companies looking at that new, uh, the new era of, of energy in, in solar panels. Uh, who knows, we might even venture into batteries and those sorts of things later yeah. on. But right now, <laughs> I've got too many, too many balls in the air. I'm happy with the gas. I'm happy with my downstream. And that's enough for the moment. We've, we're very focused on, on Soroe 3 and getting that, that commercial pilot underway yeah and i think that's going to be the key when you get like a, a pattern of, of wells uh, to to reduce the uh, the pressure in the in the uh, the, the water and uh, would you be uh, just putting that gas into a reciprocating engine or, or a small turbine at a 10 megawatt capacity i mean these are pretty modular type you almost buy them off the shelf like a refrigerator. yeah you're right you're right look it's it, it's a good question um might be a bit early for me to answer that question. The base case is, yeah, we're just going to put it into an engine. But I've got so much interest from people in, in that whole area for gas. Who knows where it could end up? Um, yeah. So right now, let's just stick to the base case that we've got. Um, we've got um, we can make an energy molecule out of it. Uh, but longer term, we'd be looking at how we can take that to our our first initial project. Would be a, a stepping stone twenty megawatt plant at Sarawi. That's on a sixty six kV line right there, and we've got the plot of land, um, and we're looking at ten megawatts of gas, ten megawatts of solar. Do I compress it and truck it or do I liquefy it and truck it? Don't know those answers yet. Yeah. That's that's a bit the horse before the cart. I haven't yet yeah. made the gas flow, but that's the concept that we would at least do a little plant there with our our local stakeholders. So yeah. our, our the landholder of the region is the Inguado. And um, so we've got a really good relationship with the Inguado Development Trust. And um, our view is to work with them uh, to put a, a power plant Right there to support the stability of Sarawi, yeah. which is which is really the cultural heartland of of, of Botswana. Yeah. So just to sum up, uh, Chris, uh, the news flow over the next six to twelve months, you're going to be testing uh, one at least one more well, and then putting a uh, a pilot plant in, and that would pop run all through 2024. Is that what we can expect from the company? Yes. Yes, so we'll we'll put we'll bring Soroe seven online before the end of the year. So we should start to see similar results to what we're getting from Soroe three. We'll do the Soroe three four well pilot program. So that's that's the four additional wells we're drilling around Soroe three. So that'll give us an indication of commercial flow rate. Yeah. 
And we anticipate also doing a, a, a variety of exploration uh, coring wells in starting at the end of this year, going into next year. So that'll give us a bigger understanding of the regional uh, play. So we're working with the certifiers right now as well, because only five of our five of the seven wells are certified. So we're working with Sprawl uh, on that aspect. We will continue to work uh, on the solar panel manufacturing. Uh, project as well, just making sure that that gets to a to a definitive business case for a final investment yeah. decision. So that's around right now. Um, we're working on on the ownership structure and also just making sure that we're de-risking the supply chain before we make an investment decision on that one. Uh, and other other news flow. Look, it's it's, it's an exciting time. We've got. Um, I think we've got a lot up our sleeve. Um, we've got a lot on the gas to come out, but um, we, we're pretty confident that we're going to be an exciting company for people to to watch and 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 see how we attack this uh, dilemma of energy security in in southern Africa. Yeah. Oh well, you've got a lot a lot bubbling away. Um, if you pardon the pun, and I think we'll be watching very closely over the next six to twelve months to see how that uh, how that gas comes along. And, uh, and how the pilot plant, especially the pilot plant, uh, uh, works next year. So thanks for coming in to Stockhead today to talk to us at Rock Yarn and uh, we'll be watching very closely over the next 12 months. Thank you very much, Peter. Thanks for having me.